The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. All right, welcome everyone to Daily Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Today, we will be talking about mixed-use property loans. And of course, we'll be checking out the live mortgage rates as well. So give us a minute while we get uh, tuned in and live on all the different platforms here. We are streaming live on. If you have any questions, please drop them as a comment and we'll pull up the chat screen here before we sign off for today. So welcome everyone. My name is Nick Hershey. I'm the president of the Mortgage Calculator. We are a non-QM lender that specializes in non-QM programs, and we have over 5,000 unique loan programs there, including our topic for today for uh, two to eight unit mixed use properties, which Jose Gonzalez, our sales manager with 20 years of experience, will go over here shortly. But before we do that, as we do every morning, we will check out the live markets for all our standard programs. We still offer uh, conventional, FHA, VA, USDA, along with our 5,000 additional options here. So let me switch my screen and we will check out the live rates for our general programs and then get into our deep dive with Jose. So let me pull up our pricing tool here. This is our pricing tool for our team of mortgage professionals. This will show us the general rates for today. It is February 27th, just after 11 a.m. Eastern. So all of our general programs have new rates live here for today. So we will set up a basic scenario so we can compare the APR across the different programs. If you'd like a full loan estimate that breaks down all of the itemized fees that go into the APR, please get with our team members. We have over 300 licensed loan officers. So for the demo, as we do every day, we'll set up a basic scenario. We'll set 400,000 loan amount. We'll set the LTV to 80% loan, 20% down payment. And we'll ask the computer to find the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional. And then we'll compare that with FHA, which is usually the second option most borrowers go with. And then we'll check out expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM, where we have those 5,000 additional programs beyond the standard. We also have VA and USDA. VA is only for our uh, eligible veterans and active service members. If you are, just let us know. And we did do an episode on that the other day. And USD is only for eligible properties. Again, we did an episode on that last week. Please check that out. Uh, but that's only for eligible properties, so we don't do that live here on the show. We'll start with conforming conventional. We'll do purchase, 30-year fixed standard loan, primary occupancy, single-family home, one unit, state of Florida, county of Miami-Dade. And for all the demos, we use an estimated credit score here of 760 estimated debt to income ratio of 40%. So with these settings, let's check the conventional options. And they went back up a tad. Uh, the markets weren't playing in our favor yesterday. So we see that in effect this morning. So best option this morning, 6.624 rate, 2.125 discount points for our final APR of 6.89. And remember yesterday it was around 6.80. So just a touch higher than yesterday. Uh, so please continue to tune in and we'll watch the markets as they move. And hopefully soon here, we all see the rates start going down. Now, if for any reason our customer doesn't qualify for conventional, the next option we typically want to present, we'll set up the same exact scenario here, is an FHA option. FHA has a little more leniency on credit issues, as well as a much higher debt-to-income ratio that we can go to. 
However, for the demo, we'll keep everything identical so we can compare apples to apples here and compare the APR. So let's check out the FHA options. And again, they went up just a touch from yesterday since the general markets went up. Best option this morning, 5.875, 2.25 discount points in cost, but the final APR at 6.804. And keep in mind, this APR does include the upfront and yearly mortgage insurance. And as you can see, it's just a touch lower than conventional. So our borrowers that qualify for both definitely don't overlook FHA. It's a good option. And our customers that need to use FHA for whatever type of issues they may be having, uh, definitely good to know that this APR is almost identical to conventional. So great options for our borrowers that need it. Now, unfortunately, if our borrower doesn't qualify for either program, many other banks or lenders have to deny that borrower. However, we have over 5,000 additional programs here under expanded guidelines where we can use alternative income. So we'll keep everything else the same. However, when we select this option, we can now pick a new income type. So full doc is what we use for FHA and conventional. That's two years of tax returns, what most people are used to. So if our customer doesn't qualify with two years of tax returns, we'll typically use an alternative here. We have asset related programs, business bank statement programs. The investor programs are just for investment properties. We'll show that shortly. The personal bank statement 12 month is our most popular. That's what we use here for the demo. We have RSU, stated income, BOE, 1099, PL, no income CDFI, all kinds of different options here. Most popular is our 12 month bank statement program. That's for our self-employed borrowers. Many times when our self-employed borrowers submit two years of tax returns, may have various write-offs and may not qualify at all, or just may need a little bit more income. Either way, we solve the problem. No tax returns at all, just their last 12 bank statements. To determine a debt-to-income ratio here of 40% in our example, using just their cash on the bank statements, no tax returns at all. So most of our self-employed borrowers qualify for much more income using this method. So let's check out the options. Uh, and again, non-QM hasn't changed here in uh, the last few days. So hopefully we do see it change later this week. Uh, but it's going to be the same as yesterday. 7% rate, 2.35 discount points in cost, or finally PR 7.403. But as I say every day, that's within a half a point of conventional, as you saw there. And definitely some great options for our customers that would otherwise not qualify to now get a home for just a half a point higher in cost there on the APR. So great options for our borrowers that need to use these programs. And if we scroll down, there's hundreds of variations. Uh, some at a little bit higher rates and costs may allow things like bankruptcies, foreclosures, other credit issues. Uh, some of these may allow us to calculate the income with slightly different methods. So tons of options. Please get with our team to find the one that works best. And now we want to do our final demos for investment properties. So we'll do our final two live pricing demos here. For investments, we'll set up the same scenario, 400,000 loan amount, 80% loan, 20% down payment. And we'll have the computer find the lowest rates we can offer for conforming conventional and expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. Remember government programs like FHA, VA, USDA do not offer investment properties. So we'll start with conforming conventional, keep everything the same as all our demos. All we've changed here is the occupancy to investment. So let's check out the conventional options. All right, and uh, has been the case for the last uh, few weeks here. When the rates go up a touch, this portfolio option pops up. So what that means is this is not a true Fannie or Freddie conventional loan. This is one that follows all the same guidelines. 
but doesn't have the adjustments that those government programs have here. So uh, 6.875 rate, 3.25 discount points at cost, but the final APR at 7.264. And the first true conventional Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, this is a, a dual program, works for either. 7.125 rate, 3.25 discount points, but the final APR of 7.522. So that APR does include the loan level price adjustments that are required for the conventional programs. So definitely recommend our customers out there looking for investments. Check out this portfolio option and also check out the other non-QM options, which are our favorite here. So for the final demo, we'll set up the same scenario. And this time we'll choose expanded guidelines, also known as non-QM. So when we do this option, we first must select our income type. Most popular income type for a investment property and our most popular loan is our DSCR loan. It stands for debt service coverage ratio. That's because it doesn't require any income or employment or documentation. Simply use the estimated rents from the appraisal to determine the DSCR value. If the estimated rents can cover the expenses, aka the property cash flows, that's a ratio of one or higher. We even have options under one where the property may not quite cash flow on a monthly basis. For the demo, we always put 1.5 so we can see all the programs pop up. And prepayment penalty must be selected on a non-QM investment. Three years is standard, that's what we use. There are options for no prepay that costs more and does limit the loan programs that pop up. And same thing with five years, that does limit the loan programs, but does save some money in that case. Since three years is standard, that's what we use for the demo, so we can see the most common options pop up. So let's check the DSCR options today. And again, absolutely smoking, not much change here. We have a DSCR option at 6.75 rate, 3.15 discount points and cost, finally pair 7.229. Beating conventional, absolutely smoking. I would say 100% of investors will choose this option uh, over a conventional option. So always make sure to present those DSCR options to your investor clients. And if we scroll down here, we have tons of variations within DSCR, hundreds of variations, in fact. Some of these uh, at a little bit higher rates and costs may allow bankruptcies, foreclosures, other credit issues. Some may allow us to use different income calculations, such as short-term rental income calculations. And some of these at the higher end uh, which Jose will show you, do work for different property types, especially very unique property types, which is our topic for today. So let me go ahead and pull up our graphics here. And for those of you that just joined us, today's topic is going to be mixed use properties. So we have some very unique programs for two to eight unit mixed use properties that Jose will be presenting here. So Jose Gonzalez, our sales manager with 20 years of experience, has closed a few of these uh, as not only a loan officer, but a realtor as well. So these are very difficult deals to traditionally finance a mixed-use property, two to eight units, because obviously you can't have a one-unit mixed-use property. You'd have to have a commercial unit and a residential unit. Uh, so these are pretty unique properties, but it's a, a very popular uh, building type right now. So there's a lot of cities that are allowing mixed use or rezoning things into residential where they want properties that were commercial to have more of a mixed use or residential portion to them. Uh, so I definitely see this uh, increasing in popularity as cities change their zoning as well. So mixed use, 
some people might not be familiar with it. Not all the cities allow it. Not all cities have it right now. But in the future, I think more cities will. And it'll definitely be more popular. So this obviously fits under our DSCR loan since it is a commercial loan once it's mixed use. But we do have some very cool options. So Jose, if you're ready, let's present what we can actually do for our investors out there looking at mixed use. Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining us for Daily Mortgage Rates Live with the Mortgage Calculator. Our mixed use product is very interesting because it is a sort of a hybrid product. Uh, it is obviously a uh, commercial in nature type property. However, uh, it's a little simpler to qualify with our option because we do not run it through the zip code MSA to see if it's a low population density and thus disqualifying your loan without even taking into consideration the actual quality of the property, right? That's one of the big challenges when trying to finance these properties in some of the lesser population MSAs, right? So that is what's amazing on this product. Uh, it is maximum 75% loan-to-value for a purchase and 70% loan-to-value for a cash-out refinance at the best-case options with the highest credit scores. Um, for this product, uh, the mixed-use component is commercial. It can comprise up to 49.9% of the space of the property. Now, there are some other additional considerations depending on the number of units uh, so do reach out to us so that we can further break it down for you. Uh, what is also to note is that there are some restrictions on the types of uh, businesses that can comprise the commercial component. Uh, professional office is fine. Retail is fine. We just got uh, one of our options added restaurants. So those are three very good options for the mixed use component. Uh, manufacturing and industrial and any type of other type of uh, business that can contaminate um, uh, the environment and cause problems with an environmental review uh, are not acceptable for this program. This is a very popular program where we've been able to help a lot of investors because, frankly, there are not that many uh, lenders that are offering this option like we at the mortgage calculator do. Uh, one other thing to note is that um, this option does require the commercial component to be on the first floor and the residential component to be on the second floor. So let me share our purchase and refinance options with you today. Our first option is at our maximum uh, credit score, uh, 760 plus credit. We're looking at... Um, 75% maximum LTV, like I did mention, and you're looking at 9.25. Let me make this a little bit bigger. You're looking at 9.25% interest rate at a cost of only 0.875 points. Now you are able to buy it down lower, should you wish, but I was trying to show uh, the lowest cost option at the best rate. So 9.25 Charging just a little bit under one point is a great option. Most of the mixed-use options that I see out there, by the way, are being priced at around 105 to 11% for those of you that may not be aware. So I hope that puts our great options today in context. Uh, our next uh, option here is at a 700 
2719 credit. 700 is the cutoff line for 75% loan to value for this product. So you can see there, rate goes up a little bit to 9.625, cost of 1.125 points for the 700 to 719 credit score option, but still great news, still 75% loan to value. Now, once we do drop below 700, our LTV on the purchases is reduced to max 70%. And uh, here we're looking at 9.625, again, at 1.125 points. Same rate, same cost, but 5% less LTV on that loan. And now our minimum credit score for this product is 660. Uh, 660 to 679, you're looking at a 70% LTV, uh, and you're looking at 9.875 at a cost of 1.125. Now, what I will say, let me back up. We do have another option for mixed use, but not at these interest rates. Our other option for mixed use will go down to a 650. Just like I mentioned yesterday, another option we have for five to eight units. Well, it's the same option for mixed use. It goes down to a 650, uh, but the interest rates are higher, like 2% higher, which is why I'm sharing today our best rate options here. So 9.875 9 at a cost of 1.125 at a 70% LTV with a 660 credit score. And now for some cash out options. Our max LTV is 70% for a cash out refi. And this option at a 760 or above credit score is 9.499 at a cost of 0.874 points for our maximum 70% LTV cash out refi. And at 700 to a 719 credit, we're still at a 70% loan to value. We're looking at 9.75 at a cost of one point. And our 680 to 699, the same as with the purchase on the cash out refi, when the credit score drops below 700, the LTV drops to 65%. That is the max LTV at a 680 to a 699. And you're looking at a 9.874% interest rate at a cost of 0.874 points. And for our last option here, it is at our minimum credit score of 660 for this cash out refi at a 65% LTV. And you're looking at a rate of 9.875 at a cost of 1.5 points. And, and just to remind everyone, like you can see in the title there of my quotes, this is a DSCR option, debt service coverage ratio, which is going to qualify the borrower based on the gross rental income divided by the total housing expense. And depending on the option, you need a minimum DSCR anywhere from 1 to 1.1. Uh, we do not have any options for this program where the debt service coverage ratio is below 1.1. Oh, so do look to the mortgage calculator for your mixed use financing. Just please do remember for this residential uh, co uh, and commercial mixed use option, 
Um, maximum LTV is 75% LTV. All right. Thank you, sir. So we have one question here from Guy. When you quarter weight for DSCR loan and say it was 7.5 on a refi, keep checking on a day-to-day basis, keep checking the rates. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's why we do this show. That's why uh, we have the system we have to make sure everybody stays updated as the rates change. Uh, so I would also recommend uh, if you're working with an investor there, Guy, to send other options for uh, say a five-year prepay, a three-year prepay, and some other various options, maybe 40-year interest only. Um, some of the other options we've gone over in some of these live shows. Obviously, mixed-use property is a whole different category, uh, but uh, definitely a good idea there to keep your borrowers updated as the rates update. And that's why we do the show as well. All right. looks like Richard has a question about this program here, Jose. So Richard's asking what vacancy factors allowed on a mixed use. Does it need to be 100% tenant occupied? It actually has to be uh, you know, non-owner occupied, of course, right? Can't do any uh, owner occupied, but uh, what is the vacancy allowed, Jose? Yeah, so yeah, let me do clarify. It does have to be, like Nick just mentioned, it's, all, it's an all tenant occupied property, but as far as vacancy, um, there are different guidelines for these products. You're really looking at no less than 75% occupancy, but if you do have a vacant unit, there you're not going to get 100% of the uh, market rent for that unit. Usually they will give you a 10% haircut and only give you 90% of the um, rental income from the 1007 for that unit. And uh, if you drop below 75% on everything, then uh, the property would be disqualified. So we recommend there, Richard, our borrowers to stabilize, fully stabilize the properties before looking for these long-term financing, right? So I would stick to maybe more the traditional commercial uh, type of loans that are probably not full term, right? Not 30 year or even 40 year like we can offer on this, uh, but our traditional uh, some sort of balloon or even some sort of bridge financing of one, two years. So give them those options to get them stabilized, then come in for the DSCR. Because remember, the value has to be high. What's the DSCR we need, Jose, on these? It's, it's uh, anywhere from 1 to 1.1 minimum, depending on which option we select. Because we do have multiple conduits mm-hmm. for this product. Uh, some are 1.1 minimum, some are 1.0 minimum. And obviously, there's going to be a little bit of a difference in the one that in the rate in the one that requires 1.1 versus the one that requires 1.0. On the options that I showed today, uh, they were requiring minimum 1.1. So I would recommend our investors uh, to take the extra couple months, lease it up fully so that they can qualify for the high DSCR, which is needed anyway, and uh, not have to worry about those vacancy factors affecting their terms on the loan. So uh, definitely want to go for the home run. So give them a little bit more time to lease that baby up and it will definitely make a big difference in the loan structure here, especially on these, right? Maybe not so much on a one to four, but on these, it was huge difference. Yes, I have uh, usually not found the debt service coverage ratio to be an issue with these properties. They, you know, they're usually getting good rents. Uh, the only issue we might have 
if you are in an area that's less population is either a it may come back with a rural designation right which would kill the deal there are no rural uh properties allowed so if it comes back uh designated rural on the appraisal you're out of gas uh the other issue that we may find sometimes when it's less lower population density areas, uh, even though it doesn't come back rural, is lack of uh, suitable comps, right? It could be too unique of a property for the area, and then the the comps may be too far away. So then you're, you're faced with another uh, issue there regarding proximity of the comps. All right. Looks like we got all the questions there. So feel free to reach out if you got any other questions on these programs. Very unique, and we'd love to quote them as well. It's very easy, as Jose presented there. Just a couple clicks to get those uh, quotes together. So please get with us there if you need to get a scenario. So thank you, Jose, and thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow, 11 a.m. Eastern, with another episode of Daily Rates Live. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.